Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I didn't know you were leaving till you walked out the door. Welcome to another edition of After Hours with Defoe and Luby, Jeff DeForest, and one Mike Luby Lubitz. And uh, this is always great. I mean, when you get the king of something to come on your show and uh, predict uh, an event that he's been absolutely outstanding at uh, deducing who the winner is going to be and where the uh, opportunities are going to be to make money, it's always great. I mean, you get the guy that can crush the Breeders' Cup, <laughs> that's fantastic. You get the guy that can pick a perfect bracket in the early rounds of the Final Four, that's always a big boost to your financial wherewithal. And uh, we have the undisputed, undefeated king of all Super Bowl handicapping. And that is the, the one and only, the man they based the movie two for the money on. McConaughey couldn't uh, carry his uh, jockstrap, as they say. Uh, Brandon Lang joins us here on the program. BrandonLang.com. Brandon, how are you, my friend? You know, last year I was going into the Super Bowl. I hit six in a row. I was trying to get to... 26 and three for my career. Oof. Wow. And, uh, I literally, Yasmin Lee is her name. Y A S M I N Lee. She was the tranny in the hangover two. She was the tranny in Thailand. <laughs> Yasmin Lee's by the way, about uh, the, uh, under players just hit. It took you only like 30 seconds. to mention the tranny. All right. So, so Yasmin Lee, if you Google her, she was the tranny in the Hangover Two or Hangover Two, Hangover Three when they were in Thailand. She's bringing about ten inches of just solid lead pipe <laughs> to the dance with a nice set of tits, and she's pretty too. And years yeah. ago, true story, I was dating on a scale of one to ten. I was dating a, a, a fifteen Asian girl. Oh my god, she was the hottest. She was the hottest Asian girl I've ever dated in my life. And she took me to a transgender bar. And this is in L.A., right on L.A. It was called Club 7969. Never forget it. This was the first and, date? And Mary – no, no, no. Mary and I had been dating for a little while. Oh, all right. My, my friend. My friend is a, a, a cross-dresser, and they're doing a drag show tonight. Let's go. I, listen, I'm Brandon Lang. I'll, if I'm dating a hot chick, I'll, I'll go anywhere and, and pretty much <laughs> do anything. So we go there, and I'm playing. There's a pool table in the back where you could you know, hustle a little bit and play for a little bit of money. So I'm back there playing pool, and this Yasmin Lee person was just starting her transformation because when I saw her in the hangover, I was like, and by the way, she beat me out of about $200. She can fucking play <laughs> pool to save her life. She, nice. She's Black like the, Widow. the Black Widow. Absolutely. She was that yeah. good. And I'm like, damn. And when I saw the hangover, too, I'm like going, oh, my God, look at her now. She was like 19 years old at the time, okay. just starting her, her transformation. So the moral of the story is last year's Super Bowl, thinking that Andy Reid would go into the Super Bowl and, and, and do some things creatively with his <laughs> offensive line and move Mahomes around and, and, and understand that my offensive line is depleted and I got to move the pocket and do some creative things. Mm -hmm. And I jumped on KC. That was like letting Yasmin Lee take that 10 inches of lead pipe steel and just say, Brandon Lang, you bend over because here I come, baby. And then you're in prison and you're looking to make a friend. I am your friend. You take, you, you fucking take that. You take, I'm going to make you bleed. I'm going to make you bleed. Oh, God. 
Clubber Lane and Rocky Three. What's your prediction for the fight? What's your prediction for the fight? Pain. Pain. (laughs) Yasmin Lee with the pain. The pain. So I will not make the same mistake twice with this Super Bowl. I think there's a clear-cut right side of the game, and uh, I feel I feel pretty good about it. Sitting here at Radio Row, they got no breakfast sandwiches upstairs and eating fucking oatmeal, which I fucking hate. But, um, it's just, you know, it's brutal. But at least they got the heat on today, which is uh, some, somebody paid the heat bill because yesterday it was like 52 degrees in this place. Oh, wow. So good to see that somebody paid the heating bill. Uh, you know, and, and, and that's it. So not many people down here at 645 Pacific time. But... Uh, if you had Kansas City last year, we're calling that the Yasmin Lee 10 inches of lead pipe steel up the poop shooter. So here we go, baby. Here we go. That's great, man. You managed to work uh, Andy Reid into an equation uh, with transvestite pimps, uh, which is uh, <laughs> unique to uh, Brandon Lang and his, his Super, Bowl, Super Bowl handicapping uh, expertise. Uh, all right. I mean, uh, we met you uh, originally on a radio row uh, a long time ago, and, and it was great. And, and actually, uh, you were the one guy. And uh, that was six years ago, the Super Bowl in San Francisco. And I remember it because uh, I not only went to Vegas and made the mistake of going against you and taking the Carolina Panthers, but I got married mm-hmm. like the next day, which uh, <laughs> oh, I think it was the day before. Yeah. And, and you know, so that, that put me at a position to be 0 for 3 with a walk in that category of life. But uh, you were the one guy. We, I, we often talk about this. There were like 31 guys we interviewed on Radio mm-hmm. Row that week. And uh, of the 31, 30 loved Carolina, and you were the guy adamant about the fact that the Denver Broncos were going to win that game. And do you remember why? Uh, I, don't I don't remember know. all the reasons, but I, I think it, it involved uh, various uh, forms of sexual deviancy also. <laughs> no. Um, I think that was football. <laughs> yeah, I said when you have when you have a defensive line like the Broncos with, with Vaughn Miller and DeMarcus Ware, that if you – combine their penises you're dealing with 37 inches um <laughs> you basically knew who was that measured was at the be. combine uh, as measured at the combine <laughs> where had 15 where had 15 where had 15 von miller was bringing in uh, 17 down to the shoe yeah. but anyway um it was the defensive line of of denver getting pressure on cam newton that was going to win the football game and Last year's Super Bowl, everybody made the mistake of thinking Kansas City was just going to roll in there, and it was just a another matchup of a defensive line in Tampa overwhelming an offensive line of Kansas City. And it doesn't matter how many weapons you have on the outside. It doesn't matter if you have five Tyreek Hills on the outside. Joe Montana is your quarterback with five Jerry Rice's on the outside. The reason why the Giants beat the Patriots both times in the Super Bowl is they were able to get pressure on Brady, pressure equals problems. And yep. so we all missed it last year with Casey. Their offensive line got absolutely destroyed. And Mahomes was running for his life. And it didn't matter. He had Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and Hardman and all that speed. It did not matter. And that brings us to this Super Bowl. Now, if that matchup of Tampa Bay's D-line versus Casey's O-line last year on a field one time, it was a seven on a mismatch scale, a seven. This mismatch this year, just in the trenches is a 12. And people always ask me why I'm so successful handicapping this game. I mean, 25 and four is 25 and four, and I'll, I'll take that against anybody in, in the entire world. It's because when you handicap the Super Bowl, you start in the trenches. Who's going to dominate the trenches? And if, 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 you, if you deem that to be pretty even, 
Then you go to your quarterbacks. Then you go to your coaches. Then you go to how each team's been playing. And then you go, and then you just kind of work from there. This Super Bowl here in the trenches, the Rams, as you've heard all week from people, the Rams get pressure on the quarterback, number one in the NFL, in 2.8 seconds. Wow. That means they're going to make contact with Joe Burrow within three seconds. They've faced better offensive lines the entire year, and they've gotten there in less than three seconds. So here you go, 1,001, 1,002. Well, bam. Yeah. <laughs> you have the Cincinnati Bengals who have the 31st worst O-line in the NFL. They have the second worst offensive line in the NFL. So the absolute strength of the Rams is against the absolute weakness of Cincinnati. Now, Cincinnati didn't beat Tennessee. Ryan Tannehill personally saw to it and lost the game with the three picks and played arguably his worst game of the entire year. He needs to go see Yasmin Lee at the tranny bar and play a little back. <laughs> let her bang home about 10 inches of lead pipe steel. Then, they, then you know, the Raiders – they, they really didn't play well against the Raiders. They, they, they really didn't, but they got the win. And then I heard from some very reliable sources in the KC game that when they botched the first half, there was a blow-up in the locker room between Biennemi and, and Mahomes and Andy Reid that Biennemi wanted to kick the field goal with five seconds to go. And Andy Reid gave Mahomes another crack, and then Mahomes screws it up by throwing it in the play of field. And then there was a dis- disconnect between Biennemi and, and Mahomes in the second half. And that's the report out of KC is they just completely imploded in the second half. So I give Cincinnati credit. I, I give them a ton of credit for getting here. And it, it's a great story. But at the end of the day, I just don't see how they're going to block. You're going to double Donald. Now you got Vaughn Miller and Floyd one-on-one, especially Vaughn Miller, who I think is going to have a monster day. I just think it's a bad matchup. I mean, I get it. Joe Bros for president. Everybody loves Joe. It's Joe this, <laughs> Joe that. I get it. It's a great story. But the Rams are just the better football team, the better D-line, and I think that's going to be the difference in the game. It's going to be just like Tampa Bay KC last year. They're making Joe Burrow out to be the uh, modern-day Joe Willie. Uh, I saw that comparison today uh, made in the New York Post. And, uh, you know, there were some similarities there, so there's a certain Cinderella with this guy. But uh, I guess the bottom line is, Brandon Lang, in your opinion, you cannot take a bunch of bag ladies as an offensive line into an NFL championship game, in this case the Super Bowl, and beat a team that has uh, its biggest strength being the pass rush. Uh, it makes perfect sense. Uh, it, it seems like, though, I don't know if you're uh, getting this, that uh, the, the people in general want to see Cincinnati win, but nobody believes that they can actually do it, as you just so eloquently pointed out. Well, the, the, again, the reason why the Rams didn't really get pressure on Garoppolo, the, the, the Niners have one of the top three offensive yeah. lines in the NFL. They're, they're really, really good up front. And, and, and they figured out a way to beat a team that had beat them six in a row and a divisional opponent. Um, look what the Rams did to Arizona. Look what the Rams did to Tampa Bay and Brady. Um, they, they just, if you give them a favorable matchup, they're coming. You know, the, behind the D-line of the Rams are three Yasmin Lees with 10 inches of pipe out coming after them. And that's the push they get in, in, into Joe Burrow. So, a uh, good tranny theme this morning. My tranny Super Bowl, Jasmine Lee, play of the year. 
Throw at the Rams. All right, Brandon Lang, very confident that the uh, Rams will prevail in this ball game. Uh, all right, are you inclined, Brandon Lang, to get involved? I mean, you're a very practical gambler, and that's one of the reasons uh, why your legend is as strong as it is. I mean, you're not inclined to go crazy or, or get cute, but uh, are, are you at all inclined to uh, take people up on the prop bets on a I Super Bowl that. game? I, I have two that I love. I love over five and a half sacks with minus 110. Um, I absolutely love that. And then Matthew Stafford rush yards is five and a half. I absolutely love that as well. Um, I just think that I just think that one scramble by Stafford gets us that. And then I, I would take the alternative line. I would take the alternative line. I would take the Rams minus ten. I think that's like plus two ten. And I would take that. I would take that because I see the Rams winning by by seventeen or more. We're kind of intrigued. That, uh, you know, the, the prop bet that has uh, uh, Sean McVay calling the first time out, it's minus 115. And uh, this is a guy that, uh, you know, unless somehow Joe Burrow forgets to put his helmet on and he goes out there and Zach Taylor has to use a T.O., I hear the announcer saying that there's McVay. We're only four minutes in. He's already burnt his first time out. Uh, confusion there and getting the play call in. And I don't know how complicated – uh, is that a bet? I mean, it has a trend there. I think it's like nine times in a row. Uh, this guy in his last nine ball games has called the first time out. Uh, Sean McVay. What do you think? Let's about go. I love it. Thanks for the intel. I'll bet it. I will not hold you responsible if I win or lose. I'll just say, you know what? My man, Luby Luby, Mike Luby Luby, gave me the lube lube of the Luby Luby. And I took it. I took it deep with the admin league. I got a bounce boys. Great, yeah. great segment. Let's rock and roll with, uh, Let's rock and roll with the Yasmin Lee, L.A. Rams. Good luck on making it 26 and 4. Right. Interesting logic there. Brandon Lang with us on uh, After Hours with Defoe and Luby. As uh, Brandon Lang has like a daily show that he does at uh, 10 a.m. Uh, Eastern time, which yes. I, I thought you were telling me he had like another 10 minutes to go there. No, 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 no. That's why no I got a little confused there with uh, your messaging. I didn't mean to uh, stick another prop bet question in uh, Brandon well, Lang's answered it, so that's cool. face there at the very end of the program, uh, that, at least uh, his portion of it. But um, we have more to discuss, do we not? Yes. Oh, Here on After Hours with Defoe and Luby. All right, so there it is again. Another example. Uh, people like the Joe Burrow story. They like the whole Cincinnati poor boy thing, that they've never won a Super Bowl. Uh, the Rams. Sean McVay, though, uh, has a, a mad penchant for some reason, as brilliant as he's deemed to be. And obviously uh, his protege is going against him in uh, Zach Taylor, who happens to be a couple of years older than Sean McVay at uh, like 38 years old. Combined, I think these are like the two youngest coaches in a Super Bowl game uh, in, in like half a century that's crazy. of Super Bowls. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of interesting. It speaks well of the new guard of coaches, and uh, yep. maybe that bodes well for our Miami Dolphins, uh, getting this Mike McDaniel who uh, comes in here with a lot of innovative ideas. But then you can only do so much. It's like the old thing. Gary Stevens, once the offensive coordinator for the Miami Hurricanes, and then a long-time uh, assistant coach as an offensive coordinator with the Miami Dolphins, under the great Don Shula, what was famous for the line, you cannot make chicken salad out of chicken shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, is that not, uh, you know, uh, possibly applicable here as uh, you're thinking and Zach Taylor, his one mission in this game is to find a way to buy a little time for Joe Burrow. Now, whether they can do that by running the football a little bit, or, uh, you know, uh, somehow find a miraculous way to have their offensive line, uh, you know, be able to be competent in this game after getting destroyed. I, I guess that the menacing thing is that they got destroyed by Tennessee. 
It, it wasn't like that was uh, the Purple People Eaters going against no. them. It was the Tennessee Titans. They, they weren't really uh, th- that prolific uh, of a sack-generating team during the regular season. And, and they get to Joe Burrow nine times in, in a ballgame. Yep. But, um, you know, I mean, I, I would tend to uh, believe that, uh, you know, it's very possible that uh, everybody loves the Rams now, including Brandon Lang, who he is outstanding. What did he say? 24 and three. He Super said 25 and four. <laughs> 25 that's not bad. and four. Like, that's great. You'd love to take the money down uh, 25 out of 29 <laughs> times on any type of wagering endeavor. And uh, with the Super Bowl, it's, it's always nice to be on the side of a winner. So uh, very convincing arguments there, including with the tranny theory uh, by Brandon Lang that uh, the Rams would win this game. So I, I have yet to find anybody. This is getting uh, very reminiscent of that San Francisco Super Bowl. Yep. And, uh, you know, the uh, winning that uh, ensued after it. Uh, talk about taking a double whammy. <laughs> you put Caroline in the Super Bowl and, and then uh, tied the knot for the third time, which, uh, you know, naturally implies that you weren't very successful on it before. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like my natural attrition that I ended up being married three times. Didn't seem like, a, you know, it, it was, well, I mean, maybe I just don't function well uh, under the uh, parameters. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> the guidelines of a marriage. That could be a problem, also. All right, uh, so I, I'm 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 reluctant to embrace the Cincinnati Bengals under any other principle than uh, that the public is usually wrong. Yep. And uh, that all of the experts uh, that you can combine, uh, if you get a consensus, uh, you're probably going to be absolutely fucked if you follow their advice. No. <laughs> well, that's my thing. Is everything even. Look, the funny thing about Burrow, as good as he is, it's not like Stafford sucks. Like everyone's gotten on this. Well. The young guy who's good has to be the best quarterback in the league. That's not exactly true. Like, Burrow's fun. Burrow did a really good job versus the Chiefs. But, like, we've heard a lot of that was the Chiefs just totally went to the tank. Like, if Mahomes yeah. isn't missing wide-open receivers, then it doesn't come down to Joe Burrow. It doesn't matter what he does on those third downs in the fourth quarter. Like, as well as Burrow's played, Savage played just as well. <laughs> and the, the Rams have more talent, I think, everywhere. The problem is... Everyone believes that. <laughs> so that we've done yeah. this a long time well, now. <laughs> I, I was going to say, you know, McVeigh uh, on the chokeometer, uh, McVeigh. Yes, the chokeometer is there. He registers uh, well into the red in these spots. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the other thing. I mean, uh, here's the guy that's supposed to be the innovator. In this case, he was the guru behind uh, Zach Taylor's uh, launch in, into professional head coaching. Yep. And, and if you think about it, too, there's another thing about the uh, Rooney rule. huh? That, that stands out, that little uh, tidbit story that uh, Brandon Lang had. About the Kansas City blow up. The enemy wants to go for the field goal. Yep. Guy who can't get a job. Andy Reid, who's lauded and is probably headed for the Hall of Fame as a head coach, oh, yeah. says, Oh, no, let's uh, give my guy one more crack at the thing. He makes a bozo <laughs> play, uh, throwing the ball, keeping it in the playing field. They get no points. And guess what? That game went into overtime. Hello? Yep. How large did those three points loom in terms of the dynamic of the way the second half would be played out? And uh, you couldn't have anticipated that the Kansas City Chiefs would essentially be shut out completely in the second half and generate nothing. Yep. Nothing, nothing. right? Yeah. But they get three points in the right. entire second half, and that came at the very end when, when they knotted up the game and sent it into OT, which they subsequently blew as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. All over the place. Yeah, so uh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to stick with my uh, notion here. That uh, Cincinnati is the team to bet because everybody loves the Rams in this ball game, and uh, you do have to factor that in, though. Yes. And, and Stafford is equally capable of uh, registering very high, like pinning the needle into the red in, in the chokeometer uh, measurements. Yes. Yes. He got away with murder. I mean, you know, sometimes uh, you're playing in a sporting event, 
and you do something really stupid and you get away with it? Yes. And and that's what what he did though when he hit that guy Tark uh, right in the bread basket yeah. with, with an interception. And that would have iced the game. San Francisco would be in the Super Bowl. We'd have a whole different conversation going here. As uh, Roger Goodell did uh, yesterday uh, when he had his uh, State of the Union uh, press conference there before the Super Bowl. Boy, you talk about tap dancing. Huh? They should have just played an episode of The Honeymooners with uh, Ralph Cramden going to hamina, 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 hamina. Uh, he had uh, literally no answers, although they've changed their position 180 degrees from what it was when the Brian Flores lawsuit first surfaced, and he categorically denied that there was even a shred, the slightest shred of truth to any of it. Unbelievable. All right, uh, that's going to do it for After Hours. A lot of fun. Brandon Lang, he has his own uh, podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, and uh, you can tell uh, he's not afraid or to shy away or doesn't shy away from uh, just bringing it right to the table, as he does. But yes. um, the underplayers did cash. It was less than 30 seconds yes. before the first transvestite <laughs> reference. <laughs> Brandon Lang on Radio <laughs> Row for the uh, Super Bowl. So uh, we managed to take you there. That, that's where we uh, met Bron and the entire crew there from yep. Believe Podcast Network. So it all started right there with Brandon Lang and uh, that affiliation on a Radio Row with the Super Bowl, which uh, we are not attending. I, I, I'm i not upset about that. I, I want to go to the next year's one in uh, yes. Las Vegas, only to uh, have an excuse to go to Las Vegas. Yeah. But, although I, I don't know that they'll be as generous with the comp rooms as they were at Bally's. Uh, no. <laughs> depending on... Uh, what limited slot play I was involved in. They don't give you too much credit for betting the horses uh, when you go out there, when you're talking about casino comps. All right, all right a lot of fun being with you. Uh, we'll do it again tomorrow here on the Believe Podcast Network. Our thanks to Brandon Lang for his prediction on the game. Rams, solid choice. Yes. Based, uh, he got no further than his first premise, which is who wins in the trenches. Yep. And the mismatch appears to be enormous there, at yes. least according to everybody's perception. Well, it's the one thing that I didn't give enough credit to last year. I was all in on the Chiefs because they had figured they had had offensive line issues and had figured it out the entire playoffs, but they hadn't faced a D line like what the Bucks not only had a good D line, but they all were playing at a ridiculously high level. The linebackers were playing at a high level, and then I think the Chiefs had another injury in the AFC title game, so they had they were missing like three starters on the offensive line. They were line. missing, yeah, like a key component there. They ended up starting Mike Remmers, exactly. uh, our friend at the other, other position. So it was like okay, at, uh, left tackle, right. Which so uh, he was not equipped and prepared to uh, deal with. And I wasn't, and I did not take that into account. And that was literally the entire game. Like Patrick Mahomes couldn't breathe. I mean, he was getting, it was worse yeah, than was Brady versus snuff. the Giants. Yeah. So, it looked like a snuff film. Yeah. Game <laughs> films uh, had to be, uh, you know, set aside because they were deemed to be in poor taste. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you, you may be thinking that about the ending of the show. Anyway, good to be with you. After hours, Defoe and Luby. I'm Jeff DeForest. He's Mike Luby Lubitz. Yes, uh, and uh, if you're betting the Super Bowl, Looks like the Rams are otherwise you really got to believe. Play the ponies in style at Champions, the outstanding simulcasting room at beautiful Hylia Park. Yes, the grand old lady of thoroughbred racing has never been more vibrant, and you can wager on the races from the top tracks around the country while enjoying a cocktail at the Brass Rail Bar or any of the fine food served throughout the facility. If poker is your game, you're covered in style. And you can play all your favorite Vegas-style games, including blackjack, craps, and roulette in Hylia Park's sizzling hot casino. Get a player's card when you walk through the door for all kinds of generous amenities, including our favorite, free play, when you come out to the ultimate casino and entertainment destination, Hylia Park. Recently, we realized it's not just hurricane season that can hurt us. Any time of year, things can happen to your home or business. And the insurance company can be your friend, but they also can be your enemy. Horizon Public Adjusters, Justina Testa 
are here for you to help this process go so much easier. Before you call the insurance company, call Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa at 954-809-8752. Would you go into court without an attorney? So why would you go up against an insurance company without Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa? Seven to ten times more money recovered with a public adjuster than if you went on your own. If there's no recovery, there's no fee, give them a call at 954-809-8752. Why go up against insurance companies alone when you can have Horizon Public Adjusters and Justina Testa on your side? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.